Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'm not sure what you're doing tonight, but what I'm doing involves a bottle of Carvassier and a lady. Well, maybe not the Carvassier, but definitely a lady. If you're like me, you're tired of expensive, girly-smelling colognes from expensive department stores. You don't want to smell like a little bitch. You want to smell like a friggin' man. That's why I've partnered with Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon has a wide range of men's grooming products that actually smell manly as hell. My personal favorites are their Naval Supremacy Bar Soap and all of their awesome smelling colognes that women love. I have several of their colognes for different days of the week, but my Saturday night cologne is Grant because it gets the job done, if you know what I mean. Right now, if you visit duke.comeonmanpod.com, you get free shipping on orders over $25. Using duke.comeonmanpod.com tells them I sent you and you get free shipping. Win-win. Again, that's duke.comeonmanpod.com. Don't smell like a little bitch. What's up, everybody? You are listening to Come On Man, a 3% man podcast. I'm your host, Paul Bauer, and I am on the road to being a 3% man, just like you. If you're new to the show, this is a podcast for fellow students of Corey Wayne's book, How to Be a 3% Man, and for men who just want to be better in general. We talk about dating, gaining wealth, being happy, and using the law of attraction to get everything we want in life. All right, this is the first episode the launching of the ship, as it were. So, uh, I just kind of wanted to say, like, how I got the idea for this book, or this book, I'm an idiot, for this podcast. So, I was uh, just kind of contemplating today and thinking about how, on the page, you know, I'm always, uh, I like to be active on the page. I like hanging out with you guys. I like listening to your triumphs and your struggles and you know, reading questions and uh, participating and giving advice based on the book, uh, you know, the 3% Man book or, you know, other dating books that I've read. And uh, also like seeing other people's feedback for it. And I just think the 3% Man group on Facebook that uh, Chris created is just such a great group of dudes. You know, it's we're it's 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 a community of like-minded guys that are passionate, you know, we're we're supportive. Uh there's a few toxic sons of bitches on the page. Uh but but Chris and the admins do a good job of of either, you know, warning those guys or just getting them the hell off the page because uh we don't need that kind of toxic crap in the group, you know, we're, we're all supposed to be bros. So, uh, the guys of you, you know, the guys that are out there that are participating, 
that are giving constructive criticism, good advice and stuff like that. You guys are, are just awesome guys. So <clears throat> since this is the first episode, I guess I should kind of go into what kinds of things I want to talk about in this podcast. Uh, obviously, I think number one is the 3% Man book. Um, I mean, I don't know about you guys. I, I stumbled on Corey's book earlier this year, probably around the, the beginning of the COVID lockdown. I'd already read, uh, you know, Atomic Attraction. I've read uh, No More Mr. Nice Guy and books like that. And I was also studying all sorts of YouTube channels that are that are really great. Uh, How to Beast is a favorite channel of mine. Uh, but in this exploration, you know, I've I stumbled on Corey's videos and watched some of his, you know, his uh, his YouTube channel and. And you know he kept talking about the book, and I was like, you know what, I should I should go ahead and get that book. I should uh, download that on on Audible and and really like give it a listen. And Corey's book is outstanding. It's outstanding. Uh, which I mean, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, chances are pretty good that you heard about it on the Three Percent Man group, which means that you're you've had to have read the book at least once. But you know, we're all supposed to be listening to it 10 to 15 times. Uh, but on top of the 3% Man book, you know, I, I, I listen to all sorts of audiobooks all the time. I'm, I'm an avid audiobook devourer. <laughs> it's, uh, one of the guys on the page said it best. It's effortless learning. You know, I, when I, uh, I go for runs, um, I run like three days a week and I, I do weight training two days a week. And when I'm at the when I'm working out in my gym or I'm I'm out running, I, I throw on a podcast or a podcast. I used to listen to podcasts a lot, um, and if you do too, you can add this one to your list. But I listen to you know I, I used to listen to a lot of podcasts, but I listen to audiobooks probably probably the most, and it's just great. You know, I just I learned so much, and then there's some of these audiobooks that I listen to over and over again. So I've listened to uh, I've listened to 3% Man six times on audio and I've read it once on paperback. So the total of seven times going through the book. Um, I've listened to Atomic Attraction six times and right now I'm listening to Dating Essentials for Men by Dr. Robert Glover. Um, I'm listening to it on, on audio and I'm also reading through it. And it takes a while when you're actually like reading a book, it takes a while to get through it. it, it you can get through a, you know, a audio book in, in like easily, you know, a week or, or less, but taking the time to sit down and actually read a book, even if it's an ebook, you know, it takes, takes forever. So I'm doing both right now. I've, I've caught up to you know, where I'm uh, reading the book and I, I got to the place where I, you know, the uh, Dating Essentials for Men audiobook is back in my rotation. So I'm doing them both at the same time. Uh, another thing, you know, obviously I'm going to talk about is 3%, the 3% Man group on Facebook. Uh, you know, I'm going to probably talk about, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll talk about things that I see on the page. You know, I'll keep all you, uh, any of you guys that are in the group uh, completely anonymous, obviously. But uh, I might talk about certain, certain, just certain subjects that come up. Obviously, I think, you know, 
certain subjects come up frequently. So it, it, it's great to have discussions about some of these things. Um, I'm going to talk about other books I'm listening to, which I've mentioned some already. Um, another thing that I think I'm going to talk a lot about in this podcast is the law of attraction, uh, because it really does apply to the 3% man book. And I've talked about it on the page a lot in my videos and, and stuff like that. But, you know, Corey clearly understands the law of attraction. It's the reason why in 3% man, he has you write your list of, you know, what you want and what you don't want in your dream girl and how you have to write out a love letter to the girl of your dreams. All of that goes hand in hand with the law of attraction. And if you're not familiar with what the law of attraction is, um, probably, you know, the, the movie or book that really got people into it came out in uh, 2006 called The Secret. And I talk about that all the time, too. And uh, really what it comes down to is uh, training your subconscious mind to kind of direct you unbeknownst to you in a direction that will uh, get you wherever you want to go in life. It, it'll help you attract good things into your life uh, if you know how to use it right. So we'll talk about that quite a bit. Um, another thing that I'm probably going to talk about a lot is uh, dating experiences, uh, especially my dating experiences. Uh, <laughs> I've learned so much, especially uh, just in the last you know three or four months. I've I just the the amount of dating knowledge that I've learned just from reading these books and going out and practicing and listening to the guys on the on the three percent man group uh, in Facebook. Just, you know, I've learned just so much. So I'm happy to talk about my experiences, what things work for me, what things don't, and, and stuff like that. <clears throat> talk about my triumphs, you know, failures. In fact, the, the big topic for today's podcast is going to be not really a failure, but uh, it's something that does come up quite a bit. And I think maybe you guys will, will appreciate this, you know, because I, I, I do post a lot of my date updates on the page, but you know, a lot of it is all the good stuff. Like, oh, this is the, this great thing happened. I scored with this chick, you know, I slept with this chick. Uh, this date re went really well. You know, my dating card's pretty well full. I've got four chicks this week, blah, blah, blah. But it's not always great, you know? I'm not perfect. Shit happens. Women are flaky, you know? Women are uh, like the weather, <laughs> right? So, you know, it, it, you have to take the good with the bad. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about that here in a second. Um, another thing that I'm going to try to do quite a bit, if I can, and I think it will make for great content on this, is I'm going to get some of the guys uh, from the group and, and maybe do like a, a Skype or a Teams call or something like that and record it and, and use that for podcast episodes too, because uh, since I've joined the group, uh, I've made a lot of friends with a, with a lot of you guys in the group. And, you know, we have these uh, offline Facebook message discussions um, all the time. And I, I learn so much from those discussions and I feel like it's mutual. I think everyone learns quite a bit from that. Also, Chris, uh, the guy who started the 3% Man group on Facebook, 
he has a, a group chat with a bunch of the admins, and he's also invited uh, me to be in that group, which is super nice of him. And so sometimes we'll have offline discussions on just, you know, what's going on with the page, what's good about it, which guys are troublemakers and <laughs> stuff like that. And there's been, uh, you know, one time Chris scheduled a group call with all of us, and, and that was just super beneficial, just chatting. You know, it was almost like, uh, you know, a bunch of guys just chilling at the bar drinking, although it was 3 o'clock my time, so I was drinking a Coca-Cola. But... <laughs> But yeah, it's just good to like bounce ideas off of dudes, you know. One of the things that Dr. Robert Glover talks about in Dating Essentials for Men is how important it is for men to have really good relationships with other men. Because you don't want to be dragging the women in your life down with, you know, shit that you know you wanna you wanna talk about. You know, stuff that's bothering you, stuff like that. You need to be the rock for your woman. You need to take the lead and set the tone. And you can't do that if you're a whiny little bitch. So, excuse me, you get some guys that you hang around with and, you know, some drinking bros, some 3% men, and you come to them with your problems. Say, hey, guys, look, I, I ran into this issue. And it's you get some solid advice from solid guys that way. And I just think, you know, the group is so much of a benefit on that front. So hopefully I can get some of you, uh, some of you other guys on, on the podcast here coming up in the, in the next few weeks. All right. So that was long winded enough. I think that I'm think I'm doing pretty good here. One of the things I, I also really wanted to do, uh, or I like the idea of, of this podcast is that I didn't have to like script it out because I've done YouTube channels before I've done other podcasts where I've scripted it all out and it comes across like I'm reading it and it's just boring as hell, you know, and I, I really just kind of want this podcast to be a little more off the cuff. I mean, I do have some bullet points of topics and ideas I want to I want to talk about, but otherwise it's just going to be completely off the cuff and hopefully I don't bore you guys to tears. And if I do, let me know, <laughs> tell me what I'm doing wrong. Tell me what you want to what, what kind of topics you want me to discuss, stuff like that. I think, you know, this episode is just me going to be you know, me rambling on. So maybe, you know, that's fine. But I think, you know, in episodes where I have other people on and we're actually having a discussion that actually might be more compelling type uh, material to have on the show. And, and hopefully you guys enjoy that better. But still, hopefully you guys enjoy this shit. All right. So. The main topic I want to talk about today actually allowed me to record this podcast today. So if some of you guys are on the page, I, I put out on, on, on the page today just a little survey saying, hey, should I even do this podcast? And I got huge response. I think I, the last time I checked, there was 37 people saying, yes, I should do it, and not a single person telling me I shouldn't do it. And there was a bunch of comments underneath you know, saying, yeah, I'd, I'd love that, or yeah, I'd want to be involved, or whatever. So that was awesome. So I was super motivated to get something recorded, but I had a date scheduled tonight. And I posted on the page a uh, you know screenshot of this chick. I, I met her on Tinder. She's younger than me. She's uh, 13 years younger than me, actually. I just turned 41 uh, last week on the 12th. This chick is 28. And uh, she looks like an absolute smoke show based on her pictures. So uh, we were supposed to have our, our date tonight and uh, 
Uh, I was supposed to meet her down in Grand Junction. That's the closest big city to where I live. I live in the middle of nowhere. And uh, so, yeah, we were supposed to meet at my go-to. I always ha uh, try to do the same thing for first dates. Uh, so if I'm going to Grand Junction, I always invite chicks to go to the Feisty Pint in downtown Grand Junction. And then once I, I have them there, you know, we have a couple of beers. If I like her, I'll take her to another place. Uh, usually there's a, there's a place down the street called Blue Moon. And the reason why I do that is, one, I get used to it. And repetition is the mother of skill, right? That's what Coach Wayne says. So if I do the same thing for first dates every time, I get good at it. I get really good at it. So I've got it down pretty good. Uh, I get, I meet them there. We have a couple drinks. If I like them, I take them to another spot. And when you take them to multiple places on a on a single date, it's almost like having multiple dates at one time, which shortens the period of time it takes to get laid, <laughs> right? Because usually, when you uh, meet a chick, the the I mean, it's not impossible. Guys do it all the time. It happened to me last year. Uh, but most of the time, you don't hook up on a first date. Most of the time. Some, some of you guys on there are on the, on the page are fucking players, and you, maybe you guys can close the deal every time. But uh, for me, first dates are typically a chemistry test. I want to see if I like her, if I, if I can get along with her. And if I can, and I, and I like her, and I, I think, yeah, you know what? I think I want to pursue this. Then the next date, I'll set it up where I'll ask them to come to my house, and usually then it's pretty easy to close the deal on a second date. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just statistically, women won't sleep with you until the second or third date. You know, they don't want to feel like they're sluts, <laughs> you know? And uh, honestly, if a chick is like down to fuck on the first date, you need to kind of question that anyway. You know what I mean? Like, Jesus Christ, this was way too easy. Is it me or is it that she's just super easy? And if she's super easy, like, does she just bang every guy that she meets? I don't know. To me, that's kind of a red flag, but uh, let me know what you think. So anyway, uh, so one of the things I do that a lot of you guys used to beat me up on the page about, but I don't really give a shit. Um, I, I don't do what uh, Corey recommends, which is to not confirm dates. You know, he sets a date for, you know, four or five days in advance and then just shows up at the place. But uh, since I live an hour away, I'm, there's no way I'm going to waste uh, a like a, a two-hour trip and get stood up. So How To Beast on YouTube has a really great methodology that uh, I follow. It works for me. If you don't want to do it, fuck it. Don't do it. I don't give a shit. But I do it. And it's called Confirm Confirmed. So when you set a... a, a a date usually you really only have to do this maybe on a first or second date but uh, you set a date and then the night before the date you know you probably haven't texted her since you set up the date at least you shouldn't have been or if you did you keep it minimal but the night before you just send a quick text saying hey we still on for tomorrow night you know or something like that and let it be at that point she's either gonna uh, ghost you or she's gonna reply back and cancel on you, or she's gonna say, yep, I'm looking forward to it, or something like that. One of those three things will happen. So if she ghosts you or says, you know, oh, I I'm not gonna make it, right? Then you're not wasting your time, <laughs> you know? You're like, okay, whatever, move on. There's clearly low interest there, or you know, for whatever reason. 
Uh, if she confirms, that's great. And then that's that also lessens the likelihood that they're going to flake later because they've committed to meeting up with you. So uh, so I reached out to this chick last night and I just said, hey, we're good. Or actually, she was pinging me. She was pinging me on. And so I used that as an opportunity saying, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, we good? We still good for tomorrow? And she said, yeah. And I was like, oh, all right, great. Looking forward to it. Then you're supposed to confirm one more time the date of the date, you know, maybe like six hours ahead uh, ahead of the date. So what I did was I sent her a text this morning around like 1130 saying, hey, I'll text you when I head out, you know, or I'll, you know, I'll say something like, I'm looking forward tonight, I'll text you when I'm heading out or something like that. So this time I said, hey, I'll, I'll text you when I'm heading out. It usually takes me about an hour to get there. <clears throat> So, uh, and usually then it's, uh, you'll get a reply saying, okay, or whatever. And, um, if she might, if she ghosts you at that point, uh, then it's a gamble. You don't know, you know, it, you might not want to show up for that, but if she's confirmed the night before, then it's probably pretty safe to still go if she doesn't reply to that text or at least, you know, <laughs> give it until the time you're supposed to leave before deciding to not go out with her whatever. But anyway, she reached back out to me a couple hours later saying, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't think I'm going to be able to make it tonight. Can you do Thursday? So she didn't actually cancel. She rescheduled, right? So <clears throat> what does that mean? What does that mean when a chick does that? It, it, it could be one of two things, right? Is it a shit test? Maybe. Now, what is a shit test for people that are stumbling across this podcast and you've never heard the term shit test? Uh, a lot of people think that shit tests are what women do to men to be shitty, and that's not the case at all. What it is, 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 is women are always testing men, and some of them do it consciously, a lot of them do it subconsciously. It's just built into their DNA. And the reason why they do that is because they are security-seeking creatures. And so they want to make sure that the man that is going to be their potential mate has his shit together, that he's a strong man and she can lean on him and, you know, take his lead and stuff like that. So women are always testing men. So is this a shit test? Maybe. Um, but the <clears throat> there's really only two ways to handle shit tests. And that's to act indifferent or to agree and amplify. And in this type of case, there's really no agree and amplify. So really the, the only course of action is to act indifferent. Like, yeah, no problem. I don't care if you canceled, no, no skin off my nose. <clears throat> so the way I answered her was, uh, no worries. In fact, I can make it Thursday. Let's meet up at the same time and place. She said, yes, sir. So we just moved it to Thursday, which is great. Another thing about uh, when a chick suggests another time, as opposed to just straight up canceling, is it still shows that she's a little bit interested, right? Because it tells you, it tells me anyway that she still does want to go out on a date. She just can't do it tonight for whatever reason. And um, chicks that have no interest when they cancel, they don't give you another option. They just say, yeah, tonight's not good to me. I'm not going to make it, right? <laughs> So that's when a chick does that, it's usually a sign of low interest and um, but you shouldn't give up yet because what does the 3% man book say about cancellations? Anybody? Bueller? 
Bueller? I'll tell you what it says. The book basically says that when a chick cancels, you're supposed to trust but verify, right? You're supposed to take her at her word. So you tell her, you act indifferent, say, yeah, no worries. Uh, maybe we can meet up some other time. Then what you do is you wait another full week and then you, you reach out to her and try to set another definite date. If she agrees to the second opportunity to go out with you, then awesome. Um, if, she, if she doesn't reply back or if she says no thanks or whatever, then she has no interest and you need to move on. But if she agrees to the second opportunity, then when she cancels again the second time, uh, if she cancels again the second time, then you do what's called the takeaway. And you basically just put the ball in her court. So you say, okay, well, whatever you figure out your schedule, let me know. And that's it. You don't get mad about it. You just move on to the next chick and put the ball in her court. If she's interested, she'll come back. She'll reach out to you later, maybe in a couple of weeks and say, hey, what's up? It's been a while. And, and then when you do that, you need to not act like a, like a fucking butthurt pussy. Okay. And I think like, I see sometimes I see comments on the page where these guys are like, fuck her, man, and move on or next chick or whatever. And it's like, no, the book doesn't say that at all. Corey says in the book that, you know, when a chick reaches out after you haven't heard from her in a while, to just act indifferent, you know, act indifferent and just make it seem like it was no big deal that you haven't heard from her because you're a busy guy, right? You're a busy guy. You got other shit going on. It doesn't matter if they don't get back to you. So when they get back out to you, you say, oh, hey, you know, what's up? You know, it has been a while. And then you try to set a fucking another date, right? You use that as an opportunity to try to set another date. And then maybe that, that'll happen uh, again and again. I mean, some guys uh, really get butthurt about it. And I, uh, some people get beat, you know, they beat me up over it and stuff like that too. But I mean, really, you should always be down to want to hang out, have fun and hook up. And you should always want to walk through open doors. So if a chick is making it easy for you and reaching out to you, that typically means that she wants you to ask her out. So you should do it. Uh, I had that recently with uh, the gal I, I, I've been calling on the page local chick. She fucking canceled on me like three times and she kept coming out of the woodwork, you know, and, and reaching out to me. And I, I finally, after the, the third cancellation though, I put the ball, I, I totally put the ball in her court. And I said, look, I tried to set three different dates with you. You canceled three times. You set a date with me. And so she did. And we met up and I mean, she's kind of a, uh, weirdo <laughs> she's definitely not long-term girl material but uh, she was all over me that night and uh, she's coming over on Wednesday and I'm I'm like 99.99% sure we're gonna we're gonna hook up unless certain like unless she comes over here and it's just fucking red flag city and then I'll be like okay this isn't going anywhere get out but you know I'll definitely wrap that rascal and, and hit it if, uh, if you know when the opportunity presents itself if she doesn't have too many red flags, I guess. So anyway, that's what uh, that's what the book says about chicks who cancel, right? You basically give them two opportunities and then boom, put the ball in their court and walk away. It's, it's really not that, that big of a deal and there's really should never be any reason why you, you get upset with a chick for doing that. Chicks are just flaky by nature. You know, a lot of chicks really are flaky by nature. You know, they, they have a lot of, 
don't know, what's it, uh, Dr. Robert Glover calls it, they have lizard brain, right? Women are just fucking crazy sometimes. And you, you and there's no, there's no point in trying to find out why anybody does it, any, or, you know, why a chick does what she does, you know? So, and also one thing too, it's important to realize is that uh, you can't pretty much any, you can't ever take what a woman says like like it's gospel like that's what she means you have to judge a woman on her actions you know because women will say you know they're they're feeling creatures so they a lot of things a lot of the things they say is so that it doesn't hurt other people's feelings right so whatever um i will tell you how i used to feel when a chick would cancel on me um in fact i'll, I'll tell you that a local chick the first time she canceled on me, I, I was actually pretty butthurt about it. This was like maybe a month and a half ago or something. I don't, I don't remember when exactly. But she canceled on me and I was just looking at her profile pictures on the dating app. I met her on Zoosk. And I was just like, you know what? Fuck you. You know, I, was just, I think I was probably just in a really bad mood that day. And I just ended up blocking her. <laughs> I was, I don't, and I never, I've never done that before. I've never just straight up blocked someone, but for some reason I blocked her ass. And, uh, I think it was after, after the second cancellation is like, I decided to just fucking block her and not do the takeaway, which is not what the book says to do at all. So that's a shame on me moment, but yeah, then she like tracked me down on Facebook messenger because uh, she saw that I posted in one of the local message boards for this town that we both live in. And she recognized me and, and reached out on Messenger. And I was like, fuck, all right. Well, if you're going to track me down, I guess there's still some kind of interest there, even though you fucking canceled on me twice. Um, but but yeah, I used to get like really butthurt about it. And I was just telling uh, one of the guys on the page, uh, Luke, he's one of the admins, uh, about how like the last time I, I really lost my center was probably maybe a month ago or something like that. And I had like two, I had a date, I had a bunch of dates already like lined up for, um, so I, I typically only date every other week. And I had like, I think five dates or something all lined up uh, for that week. I don't know, maybe four dates, I don't remember. But so I had, uh, I had two dates back-to-back -back cancel on me and so I was just like fuck man it like ruined my weekend and I was just like it really threw me off my center and I was I really like almost took it personally I mean I didn't take it personally with the girls I was you know I did what the book said and I said yeah no worries and you know maybe we can do it some other time or something like that but it really threw me off my center and um if you get thrown off your center you really need to recognize it quick and and get back into your center and do whatever it takes to like get out of the funk that you're in because uh going back to the law of attraction that i mentioned earlier in the episode you know if you have negative thoughts and negative feelings you're just going to attract negative people into your life so if you can recognize that the faster you recognize it the better and you need to snap your snap out of that and one of the things i do to do that is like i'll, I'll listen to some like really upbeat music because that almost immediately puts me back uh you know back in my center and then i you know sometimes i'll also like watch coach wayne's videos on youtube or other dating guys on on youtube or i'll i'll put on my 
audiobook and I'll listen to 3% Man and all, almost always helps me get back onto my center. But uh, before I even started doing these books, man, um, for one, I, I wouldn't pursue more than one chick at a time. I used to think that it was too much drama to, to chase after more than one chick at a time. And so what I would do is just focus all of my energy on the one chick I was pursuing. And so if if she would cancel on me, it just would absolutely fucking destroy me because that was my one opportunity to go out on a date on the week I didn't have my kids and she canceled on me. Fuck, my whole week's ruined now, right? Uh, but that's not the case at all. And one of the things I've, I've really learned about being on this 3% path is that pursuing multiple women at, you know, at the same time, only dating each one no more than once a week has actually made life so much more uh, interesting for one and easier for another. Because when a chick cancels, it's like, so what? I've got another date lined up this week or I've got another two dates lined up this week. You know, who gives a shit if these, if these girls cancel, right? Um, it's, it really is no big deal. So it's like, yeah, no worries. We'll, we'll try next time. And then you just fucking, you know, find something else to do that night. Um, you know, one of the guys on the, on the page, uh, Steve, we'll just use his first name, Steve. He's, uh, he's like really good at, at finding chicks short notice and getting them to come over and hook up. I don't personally do that because I don't want chicks to think I don't have anything going on. So I'd hate to like last minute reach out to a chick and be like, Hey, what are you doing tonight? Why don't you come on over? <laughs> Cause you want to, you want to be mysterious and you want to act like you're so busy, that, you know, if you're not legit, really busy, but you don't want a chick to ever think you don't have anything going on. And if you try to tell a chick, Hey, come on over tonight, you're basically telling her you have nothing better to do. So I don't, I don't do that. Usually what I'll do if a chick cancels, uh, like I did tonight, fucking make a podcast, I guess. Um, or I'll, I'll say, you know what? Awesome. I'll just use tonight as a great opportunity to, you know, read one of my books or, you know, I'll watch some YouTube or I'll watch a movie I haven't seen, you know, or shit, maybe I'll take my dog for down to the park and, uh, just, you know, go for a walk and, you know, listen to my podcasts or, or my audiobooks, you know? And I, it's really no big deal. So I almost like, I almost like, like it when a chick cancels now because it's like, oh, sweet. Now I got some free time. I'm going to save some money. I, I don't have to go out and spend gobs of money on drinks or whatever. <clears throat> Even though I typically don't spend gobs of money. Uh, I, when you are dating multiple women per week, it, it does add up. So it's nice to save some of that cash, you know. So anyway, I used to get really butthurt when a chick would cancel on me. Now it's, it's really no big deal. It's really no big deal. I, you know, I legit just look at it like, oh, sweet, more time to myself. All right, well, look at this. I was worried that the content wasn't going to be at least 30 minutes and we're already, already over 30 minutes, so that's great. Um, I don't know if I'm going to make this episode, this, uh, the show more than 30 minutes. Like, I don't know if you guys want an hour long podcast or if 30 minutes is good enough, but I think, you know, 30 plus minutes is, is good for a first episode. Um, my plan going forward is to try to get these out at least once a week. Uh, so I think for now, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll shoot for Mondays. So 
I'll try to drop a new one every Monday. And you should be able to find this podcast anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Uh, so I'm on the uh, Anchor uh, podcast network, but Anchor you know, distributes podcasts to all the major platforms. So you should be able to find this on Spotify, on iTunes, I'm, I'm assuming Google Play. If not, uh, you can go to anchor.fm slash come on man. And that's our page for now. And you know you can grab the RSS feed and, and put it in whatever podcast app you want. So if you like this episode, I highly recommend that you subscribe so that you get every one downloaded to your favorite podcast app automatically. But other than that, that's all I have this week. So thank you for listening to Come On Man. If you are new to the podcast, I highly recommend reading How to Be a 3% Man by Corey Wayne at least 10 to 15 times. I recommend you watch his coaching videos on YouTube, and I recommend that you engage with other 3% men in our 3% Man Facebook group. Links to all of these are in the show notes. If you like this episode, please share it and help us spread the word. Now go out and get it.